Hey, everybody, it is our Dirty Thursday edition we call Snurdy Thursday. Yeah, we're going to be talking about the 11th Annual East Grand Forks Vintage Snowmobile Show. Merlin Werner is in here today. Patrick Beaupre, the owner of the Blue Moose, is here. And, of course, the other half of the Bowring Boys, Chad Hoff. Yeah. Show brought to you by Northwest Tire in Grand Forks. Uh, they are looking to hire uh, tire techs. Whoever you are looking to hire, are you looking to hire a bunch of people still or not? Or just to fill some spots. It's all. It's all we're looking for right now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, if you're not afraid to show up for work on time and then work while you're there, that's kind of what you're supposed to do because they call it work. Uh, might be a good job for you. No prior work experience is necessary. Northwest Tire. They will train the right people. Great benefits, PTO, health insurance, uh, 401k, and all that kind of stuff. Pay will depend on experience. But if uh, you want to find out more, stop in to Northwest Tire on Gateway Drive. You can call Chad Hoff, too, or talk to him, uh, 701-780-8473, or apply online at nwtire.com. Uh, we apologize for being a little late on this nerdy Thursday today, but that's all on me. Um, I told these guys uh, <laughs> be here at 10 for, or 11.45 instead of 10.45. So that is on me. Um, if you have any questions or comments regarding Regarding this uh, 11th annual East Grand Forks Vintage Snowmobile Show, feel free to call or text, all right? Our number is 701-213-0863, 701-213-0863. And before we get rolling too much further into the show, time for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. My wife usually watches the show. I'm hoping she doesn't today. So here we go. Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. <laughs> so what's the difference between a man buying a lottery ticket and a man arguing with his wife? What is the difference between a guy buying a lottery ticket and a guy arguing with his wife. Go for it. Well, the man buying a lottery ticket actually has a chance to win. (laughs) (laughs) It might be a slight chance, but... I'm waiting for it to comment. You mean there's still hope? (laughs) I'm waiting for it to comment because I'm just waiting. Yeah. (laughs) All right, we're going to start. First off, Chad, um, how's the back, man? You were MIA for a while. Yeah, I I was in the hospital. Back issues, yeah. Um, And and for once, we can say you were actually having a procedure and we weren't lying. Yeah, I I, uh, was two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, Two weeks ago, I woke up uh, at 3 o'clock. You know, the normal routine for getting an older man. Mm -hmm. Uh, And went to the bathroom and then 6 a.m. woke up and couldn't feel any of my legs. So I was like, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, this is going to be good. So... We sat there for a little bit, and I iced, and I have some muscle relaxers at home, figuring mm-hmm. I just had a pinched nerve, which I did. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I had to call the ambulance and come get me in. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you didn't tell me about the yeah, ambulance I, part. I, I, well, we tried to we tried to get me up and at them, and I, I moved in, got into the living room, and that's as far as I could go. Wow. And me being the weight and the stature of the fat belly I have... Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's not much anybody else can do to pick my fat What do you think up. about the ambulance ride? I've been in a couple of them. Uh, <laughs> as soon as the pain meds kicked in, I could just care less. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're can like, here, we, we're going to... Can we go the long way? Yeah, we're going to get you a, <laughs> We're gonna get you an IV. IV started, and they're like, okay. Did you feel that? I said, I feel pain. That's all I feel. Yep. So, yeah, I got into the ER. They got me set up, and I still couldn't walk. So I had to stay the night, and... Then I sent you that picture of me learning mm-hmm. how to walk again. They're yeah. like, "Here's your now you gotta get your muscles to back up again." And yeah, here I am. We're glad you're here, man. I'm glad to be back. Man. All right, all right. Uh, let's talk to our panel here. First off, to my yes. left, uh, do we do we call you Patrick or Pat? Doesn't Pat- matter. Patrick. Patrick Beaupre. Am I saying that right? Correct. French Canadian by any chance? French Canadian. Hey, how about that? <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> Damn right. One for one. We, 
It's like kind of like my brother. Only if you knew what time the show started, you'd be in better. <laughs> my problem is, is I can't text. Yeah. And, and we're sitting out here, and I'm like, where are these guys? And I even messaged Ricky, and I said, yeah. where are your guys? And then I walked in, and I went, you know what? I wonder if I texted the wrong time. Yeah. So I went back, and I looked at my messages. Yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> I wrote 11.45. And, and thank God you guys came 11, as early 15. as you did. Yeah. I mean... Um, I, I think you guys are like me. If I'm 10 minutes early, I'm considered, uh, I consider myself late. But uh, uh, Patrick, tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, uh, I know. Okay, go ahead. Well, I grew up in uh, East Grand Forks, uh, attended University of North Dakota, and I've been working at the Blue Moose since I was 15 years old. Mm-hmm. And then had the opportunity to become uh, ownership about 12 years ago. So You know, and it's funny when he walked in, I'm like, I see you in there all the time, and I probably saw you in there from the time you were 15. And it's like, oh, look at that kid. Seems like he's yeah. always in a good mood. Um, and <laughs> yeah. Now it's like, oh, look at that man. Oh, you're the owner. Oh, you're the owner. Yeah. I, had, I had no idea. No clue. I had no idea. Yeah. No. Well, good for you. Nice place. Yeah. Beautiful, by oh, the way. Love it. We, we love have it. an awesome it's time. Like, uh, whenever we have out-of-town visitors and they're not sure yep. what they want to do or where they want to go eat, and they're all picky, and they said, you know what? It's a no-brainer. Go to the Moose. Well, they got a little bit of everything there. It, it is something it that nobody matter. else has. Yeah. You know, you, you got these chain restaurants you can go mm. to, Applebee's or Buffalo Wild Wings or whatever, and you take somebody comes into town to visit. We have family from Montana. Like you don't have one of these. Mm-hmm. Like let's go check this out. And my wife loves it there because gluten free menu is awesome. Sure, so. sure. Uh, yeah. Do you have a go to there? Because I do, you, and yeah. it, it just pisses my wife off. The Louisiana poutine. Ooh, ooh okay. One. That I'm is. I'm a big fan of the mac and cheese, man. Oh, yeah. oh that's good. God, are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like you always order the same thing when we come here, and it's like yeah. because it's good. Right. The ribeye is delicious it's too. Good. Uh, directly across from me, Merlin Werner. How are you, man? I'm doing good. Good. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, born and raised in uh, born in Grand Forks, North Dakota. Moved to East Grand Forks. I believe it was when I was three, and uh, pretty much didn't get too far away from the water tower. Just kind of <laughs> stuck around. So. <laughs> and here we are, yeah. how many years later. 11th annual East Grand Forks Vintage Snowmobile Show. It's not this Saturday. It is next Saturday behind the Blue Moose. Correct. Um, how did you get involved with this? Because then we're going to go to you next. But how yeah. did you get involved with the vintage snowmobile thing? Because um, I used to own vintage sleds. Um, I had to finally give it up, but um, it's getting so popular. But how did you get involved? Uh, so I've always been a vintage uh, snowmobile collector. And um, it started out um, two years before we brought the show back. Uh, Earl and Greendall and Steve Renslow just got a bunch of guys together. We just met at the Moose and uh, we're just going to go for a little ride. And... Um, Earl and Steve just decided, you know, it's just they weren't going to do it. So there was a year absence, and uh, I called uh, Kyle Kozol, uh, Alan Seidel, and Ricky mm-hmm. Seidel, mm-hmm. and uh, they came over to my house, and we just talked about it. I said, what do you think guys think about this? I mean, uh, it's like any other sport, whether you're collecting tractors, motorcycles, cars. Sure. Yeah, 100%. If you don't have these shows, the sport goes away, and that's exactly what happens. So we decided we're going to try it. And uh, unfortunately, the first show was like 22 below zero, and uh, it was just brutal. But uh, we had 88 snowmills our first show. I mean, so it was a, I mean, it was positive. And then we just kept on. Uh, COVID set us back one year, which set everybody Mm -hmm. back. Um, but no, uh, we're looking for a good show this year. You know, uh, vintage snowmobiles, it's just taken off. Um, and, and, you know, I I belong to a lot of these groups on social media, and it's like barn finds and things like that. And it's like... Damn, I got to start just finding random barns to go check out because it's just taking off. I mean, you look at the cost of a new sled now. 
compared to the cost of a real expensive vintage sled, yes, it's still like night and day. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've even seen. Um, I, I started out with. Uh, I started racing a '71 EXT Special. My first sled. I was six years old. Got a brand new. I just saw one that went to Bear Jackson last year for like fifteen grand. You know, and yeah. it's like. Holy crap! Yeah, well, um, his newer sled's like a twenty plus. Oh, I know. You know, I know. Th- those and, are going crazy. And then you look at the guys like me th- that started running these things back in the early seventies. You wonder why I've had two back surgeries, <laughs> right. neck surgery, <laughs> right. five knee surgeries, forty-seven broken bones, and I, I can't even look at a snowmobile anymore. Well, yeah, but. <laughs> this is so cool to do just to see. Not only the progression; it's nice to see. Like you look at car shows and stuff, you see the progression of what happened. Now you see the progression of snowmobiles mm-hmm. too. It, everything kind of just where everything started, and you know the old ski doos, and it's just yeah. so cool to watch what where they started from to where they are now. Yeah, you, you it's go amazing to these shows, to see the and I say that all the time. It's like growing up. Yeah, uh, I remember when I was a, just a young kid. I grew up right by a Viking snowmobile dealership back in the day between Crookston and Gently. Okay, uh, you remember? Maybe you remember the Viking Land Chalet, but uh, I, I don't. Okay, so my dad, one of the first sleds he had was a prototype sled that you actually steered with your feet. Mm. And so when we do and go to these vintage snowmobile shows, you see the progression and you see how um, everything, you know, just changes and all of that. Yes. Uh, and, and you see how technology changes. But um, uh, there's boy, a sled I saw. Who had the sled with the double track? Uh, so a Raider had one. You sat in a, like a cockpit, almost like yep. Indy car style. And then uh, there was uh, Bolin's uh, and Husky had the tracks in the front, and it actually pulled a sleigh, and you just you steered you it. steered kind of it. Articulated yeah. in the middle. Yeah. yeah, I believe, actually, back in the day, I think Polaris had a twin track sled way back in the day. Because uh, I remember my dad put me down on a sled to take a picture. I mean, he had it running. Yeah. Mistake. <laughs> Next thing you know, my dad's trying to chase me across his plowed field. <laughs> And then, of course, you know, you get yelled at. Yeah. Uh, so you cleats. actually were on cleats. a Polaris? Uh, I was. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I didn't, I, I didn't know. I, was that a bad word? I didn't. Where, where I grew up, it's kind of a swear word. Yeah, no, sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. Uh, boy, thanks for all the people that are watching. Uh, I want to ask. Uh, now, has this been at the Blue Moose since this thing has been resurrected since day one? Correct. Since day one. And And... I tell you what, awesome. um, it, it doesn't seem to matter the weather. Um, always get a good crowd. Um, and I judge it this way, how good the crowd is. We'll use the Blue Moose, for example. How long does it take me to get a drink? It's a good crowd. It's a yeah, good time. Exactly. Uh, people are in and out for hours. But um, what, when they approached you about this, what were your first, your first thoughts? So this is a great story. The, the first year Merlin approached us about uh, redoing it after mm-hmm. that break. I was like, oh, this is going to be cool. Look at a bunch of awesome snowmobiles. Yeah. But then I'm talking, um, I was working on the schedule at that time. I'm like, well, how busy is this thing really going to get? You know, it's like, who's going to come and come out to see all these snowmobiles? So, anyways, I made the mistake of scheduling one bartender. <laughs> <laughs> and Dang it. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> I, I was behind that bar. Uh, until about 10 p.m. that night, yeah. I was running my butt off, and I was sure sure was I sweaty that day. <laughs> Isn't it great to be the boss? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then he found out how thirsty the snowmobilers were, too, because he ran out of product. Yeah, I did that first <laughs> Really? Year Not a of... bad problem to have. Yep. Yeah. I uh, got a text from Dave Adams. Always a great show. Uh, we were just at the um, the, the Vintage Snow in uh, show in Reynolds. And, uh, boy, I tell you what, the, the Beehive and the, the Snowmobile Club over there, they do a great job, too. Um do you guys, we first brought up who 
started this in the beginning. Uh, you mentioned a last name. I won't mention it. <clears throat> Green doll. Um, uh, <laughs> I wanted to ask you this. Um, because of the Greenway. Yep. And we all know who runs the Greenway, and that's why I threw that name out there. But we've been getting a lot of backlash about this. Uh, I've talked to a few people about it, but don't you think that they should open up those few miles of Greenway? Because people like me, uh, I actually, before I got rid of my last vintage sled, I rode it. I met Todd Grabansky, yep. and uh, yep. we rode in together. He had a 399, and I had the 634 matching Panthers. But I wanted to keep going and, and go other places, but they don't let you. Do you think there's a way that they can fix this and make this work? Because when you look at all the other places, I mean, I mean, we'll throw Reynolds in there, but you yeah. got Bemidji, Detroit Lakes, you've got Crookston. You're talking about like in-town places. trail ride. Yeah, where you can go anywhere you you know pretty much want. I think it would bring in more money into downtown, but don't you think there's a way we could work this out? Well, I, I think there is, and one of the big things that uh, I guess what my uh, leverage point would be is how unsafe the river is. You know, yeah. and I mean, mm-hmm. I just uh, I feel better if you could stay off that river. I mean, granted, yeah. in January, February, it's safe, but before that and after mm-hmm. that, it's mm-hmm. questionable. Uh, a few years ago, we lost a gentleman from Manville in, yeah. the, in the river uh, between here and Manville, and he just got tangled up in snow dust and didn't know where he was at. Mm-hmm. He drove in the open water. So my point being is if we could figure out a way to be on the greenway, and I, I guess I understand what the homeowners are looking at. I mean, they don't want to be listening to snowmobiles at 1, 2 in the morning roaring up and down yeah. that, that greenway. But, I mean, somehow it's... It, I mean, as, as um, snowmobilers that uh, follow the laws and stuff, I mean, it's we're going to have to kind of take it upon ourselves, too, to just to make sure that sure. they mark out a decent trail where it's going to be decent for everybody. You know, well, I, I think I, it's, no, it's no different when you look at people that drive the roads mm-hmm. and yeah. they crank their stereos at 1 or 2 in the morning. Yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's the same thing. And a snowmobile, you're going to hear, that's it. Well, yeah. now, now here's another thing. Um, snowmobiles now are different. They all got the cans on them now. They're all like, bah, bah. Yeah. but anyway, here's the deal. The speed limit on this Wait, thing would how, how was, they go again? You heard me. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> thing, the thing is, the speed limit would be 15 miles an hour. <laughs> a lot of the snowmobiles nowadays, their clutches don't even engage until they hit, you know, they could idle and they're going to probably go about that speed. So you've got the greenway here, you've got the river here. Yep. 15 miles an hour here, 50 miles an hour here. You tell me what's going to be louder. Yeah. 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 You know, and another thing, we see these letters to the editor that I saw in our part-time newspaper past weekend, uh, which, by the way, what the hell happened to the parade section in the Herald? Uh, anyway, uh, we get this letter to the editor. Oh, I had a snowmobiler almost run me over and laughed as he was going by. Bull crap. If that's the case, I almost got run over by a cross-country skier, and they were chuckling at me the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> you know, you're. I, I really think they picked and choose who is sending these letters to the editor? I know they picked and choose who got this so-called whatever yeah. where, where people were filling it out. But anyway, uh, I'm kind of getting out of out of what we're supposed to be doing here. Um, okay, so snowmobiles. this thing. Yeah. Snowmobiles. <laughs> 11th Annual Vintage Snowmobile Show at East Grand Forks. When, where, what time, all of the fun stuff. Saturday, February 4th, uh, basically starting at 9 o'clock in the morning. Uh, and we have registration uh, from 9 until, I believe, it's got 11.30 down there. Yep. And uh, then uh, there's going to be some judging and stuff for different classes. Uh, we kind of do it a little different. Uh, we tie quite a few years up into the restored, quite a few years up in the original. Um, a lot of um, 
different shows, break it down into years. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this, and it's probably something that will happen one day. And, I mean, it's just, as we go through the years, we make changes, too. We yeah. have a new class called a Classic uh, class this year, which uh, uh, made the, um, extended a few model years. And, uh, I mean, that's because what everybody else is doing. So it's not that we're trying to follow everybody. Just sure. We just want to be same. Yeah. You know, unfair. Uh, well, and I think every, t- every time you grow in the years, it's just like, you know, music's classic rock music is different from when mm-hmm. it started. You yeah. know? So you got to change the classics every now and then to where you, the years you grow, that classic line is going to kind of grow up again too. So yep. adjusting is, you know, yeah. You have to. You with adapt the, with, or, with, with, with the, the changes. Yeah. A weird yep. saying is you adapt and die, adapt or die. Yep. If you don't adapt, you're, that, that's going to go away. And then one so. of the shows that's, <clears throat> is going on this weekend is down at Elk River. Uh, it used to be down in Wyconia. But uh, the Wyconia had the same problem, I think, the Grand Forks is that the Wyconia didn't want uh, snowmobiles uh, roaring around for one weekend. So for a, dumb. a bunch of people that had too <laughs> much you? money bought the property and they put up uh, yeah. housing and condos and all this other stuff. So they had no place to go. So now they moved everything to Elk River, which Elk River's happier in the heck. Yeah. Why don't they just say, we don't want their money? Yeah. Because that's what it is. We yeah. don't want that money coming into our town. I mean, you got a town like East Grand Forks that has no money. This is their highlight of the winter, yep. uh, you know. And now they're all bitching about a one percent sales tax increase, which would bring more money into town. Anyway, uh, I'm getting far away again. Uh, we did get a Politics. text from Scott Schuster. <laughs> he <laughs> said to say hi to you guys. Um, say hi to Merlin. Please mention the vintage show this weekend in Manville that starts at eleven o'clock. Uh, also says great show, uh, vintage snowmobile show going on in Manville too this weekend. So uh, remember that. We've got to take a quick break. Uh, we've got a bunch of pictures from uh, previous shows. Okay. Uh, but we're going to take a little bit of a break here. And uh, let's Half hear time. from one of our sponsors, Muskox. Hey, if you move snow with a skid steer, you've got to see the Muskox difference. A patented back drag feature allows operators to blow snow while back dragging in front of obstructions. You know, garage doors, siding, and fire hydrants. Now this saves time and money while lowering injury risk by decreasing manual labor. The optional dual auger, called the Dually, helps the operator eat through big snowfalls, ice-crusted snow, and blow more snow while back dragging. And the glide plate, it allows you to glide over grass and gravel without ripping up the side surfaces subsequently create an instant torque of the lower cutting edge to break up snow and ice to better expose hard surfaces see the muskox difference go to muskox.com or facebook at muskox snowblowers or call 218-288-1905 see the difference for yourself it's the muskox difference Hey, I tell you what, man, uh, Rumor Sports Bar and Casino, a big sponsor of Dirty Slash Snurdy Thursday. They have been with us since day one here at Grand Forks Best Source. You know the really good thing about rumors that I really like? They're right across the hall. I can see them from here. Check it out. If you want to watch the Minnesota Wild play tonight, they've got like 900 TVs in there. Well, maybe not 900, but you know what I mean. Monday's great night, DJ Trivia Night. Rumor's looking to hire some part-time servers and cooks, too. I tell you what, they've got great great uh express lunches they have got great dinner specials in fact today i don't remember what it is but go check it out all right uh home of the world famous beer tower two rumor sports park casino it is an awesome place go check it out i know they have uh buses going to uad sporting events too so um rumor sports bar and casino B- bt jake scotty the whole crew over there what a bunch of great guys we are back on a dirty snurdy thursday uh the boring boys are here chad hoff is back We've got Merlin Werner, 
Uh, we also got Patrick Beaupre with the Blue Moose, and we're talking about the 11th Annual East Grand Forks Vintage Snowmobile Show. Um, now, what year, how old does a sled have to be before it is considered to be vintage? Uh, right now, it's, what's 20 years is kind of what the rule of thumb has always been. And the uh, last couple of years, we kind of ended our um, year at 1992, and that's why we decided uh, to kind of follow what everybody else is doing. Wyconia kind of sets the stage. I mean, they got the Midwest ride, and, mm-hmm. what they've, and that's the largest uh, ride in the Midwest, largest show, uh, largest event. So, I mean, uh, as far as the judging, um, their format, we kind of follow that. And I think there's a lot of uh, groups out there that's doing the same thing. And, I yeah. mean, there seems to be no complaints about that mm-hmm. because, I mean, if it works at Wyconia, it's going to work for everybody, no matter where you're doing the show, Manville or, or Reynolds. Or, I mean, I, I guess I don't, shouldn't say how they're doing it, but I, I think it's a format that everybody kind of looks sure. at. And, you know, they just want to mm-hmm. be fair about it. Right. You know, uh, me growing up at Thief River uh, on snowmobiles, being able to ride pretty much anywhere you wanted. Now, uh, Patrick, when I'm going across the bridge, because I live outside of East Grand Forks, um, actually out at the old river bend out there, so which used to be Snowmobile Haven back yes. in the day. Um, whenever, when I drive across the bridge, uh, many, many times, I see snowmobiles parked along, you know, back there where the, the oh, yeah. show is going to be. And, and again, how big are, is snowmobile traffic to you? Because I just know it could be better. So we actually get quite a few uh, snowmobilers in almost every day. Mm-hmm. There's at least one table. Uh, even yesterday, it was really cool. These uh, young kids, they're probably, you know, 12 to 14. Mm-hmm. Three of them just threw up their snowmobiles, came to eat at the Blue Moose. And yeah. Just like a fun experience for them. And But, yeah, we get quite a, quite a few snowmobilers throughout the winter. That's so, awesome. I mean, I would imagine you want this Greenway thing to go through. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, to me, it's just, it's a no-brainer. Right. Uh, I, I, and <laughs> I don't mean to keep going back to that, but oh, <laughs> darn it, I'm kind of, yeah, anyway, I want to. Um, awards now, there are many different classes, but um, some of the awards on these things, uh, I don't know, I, I was lucky enough, I got to judge uh, one of the categories last year, but uh, how many different categories are there in, in awards? Uh, so we have um, original um uh, first, second, third. We got the restored first, second, third. We have mayor's choice, media's choice, people's choice. And then uh, w- one of the words that it's kind of means a lot to everybody in the community, um, everybody knew Art Seidel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, sure. Uh, you know, and um, the family decided to have an Art Seidel Memorial Trophy. And it, it that's not based on the snowmobile you bring. It's based on the person that's uh, done something for the sport. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, uh, I mean... You you can mention Art's name in Rosa. You can mention his name in Thief River. You can oh, mention yeah. his name in, yeah. you know, wherever. And, he, I mean, uh, he's in the snowmobile world. I mean, the, Yeah, he, he's the name. You can, I mean, you're throwing out names like there. You can go with the Hibberts, and you can go with the Useldingers, and you can go with right. the Coltums and the Thompsons, and then you throw the Seidel in there, and there's like, yeah. Yeah. You know, Dale Cormick and all of these guys. Um, I was fortunate enough to get to grow up with a lot of these people. My dad kind of hung around with the Cormickans, Roger Jansen, um, Vern Ricard, guys like that. Yep. Um, so I've been around this my entire life, and it's uh, it's just so cool. But if somebody wants to enter a sled, is there a cost per sled? Yeah, it's it's a ten dollar per sled with a cap of uh, thirty bucks. So in other words, you bring five, it's going to oh. cost you thirty bucks. Yeah, or if you bring three, it's going to cost thirty bucks. And we decided to do that just because. I mean, uh, we had a, some guys from Hatton one year, and I think they brought seven snowmobiles. Well, <clears throat> seventy bucks gets to be quite a bit for mm-hmm. you know traveling. Oh, from for Hatton. sure. 
hat in here, you know. And, and, and I think I know who you're talking about. He's got some nice Oh, lens. my gosh. Does he have some nice stuff? Nice already <laughs> Inclo- Big enclosed trailer. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but, I mean, and we did raise it from last year, but, I mean, the cost of the trophies and awards and stuff aren't getting any cheaper either. Well, right. inflation and everything else, you got to adjust, and I think everybody's understanding. And then we, we don't want to have a $5 trophy. I mean, we want right. to have something nice. Right, right. Yeah. You know, so, and people walk away from that, and, I mean, they feel pretty good. And, and um, the, the people we got involved with, uh, you know, Alan, Beth, um, Ricky, Kyle, um, I mean, just everybody's been involved with helping us. I mean, they do such a good job of yeah. going out and getting door prizes and, sure. and and stuff. And our sponsors that are on the bottom of our poster, I mean, they do an awesome job of kicking in some money. Um the sh- the show at one point was uh, real big with Relay for Life, and that was my late wife that was kind of took that over. She worked with that for about ten year or ten months out of the year, and it just uh, I can't step into her shoes and fill them. Right. But I mean, the gals that are helping us out, uh, Beth and and uh, Alyssa Kozol, um, you know, and um, Alan's, um, you know, um, um, sister in laws and stuff, they help with all this. Mm-hmm. So we still have good awards, and uh, so we still raise a fair chunk of money for the Relay for Life organization. That's awesome. Yep. That's awesome. Did you want to mention your sponsors? Oh, they're coming up here. Yep. Are they? Yeah, okay. go ahead. If you want, want to mention it. your sponsors now, do it. Um, and, 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 and the ones that help out, man, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, so we got uh, Rotor Farms. Um, they're in Milton Ozebrock, uh, uh, Woodland Resort, Devil's Lake. Uh, they are donated a two-day uh, fishing trip, ice fishing oh, wow. trip. Oh, wow. Basically, all expenses paid there. Uh, Kyle uh, Blanchfield at Woodland does an awesome job. And then we have the, the Lightning Bar in uh, Emirato. We got ICS. Um, we got the Corner Bar. Put him on the spot, but he's quick at the glasses. Yep. Boom. <laughs> uh, corner Bar in Chris, North Dakota, Sound Design. Yeah, um, right. Anderson Brothers uh, Auto Body. We got Brecky Travel and Tours. Lunset uh, Plumbing and Heating. Uh, Amsoil uh, donates some oil to, uh, for the snowmobilers. That's we have awesome. our Prairie Supply. Thompson Brother Farms. Uh, Darcy's Cafe uh, in, in Grand Forks, North Dakota. Uh, Northland uh, Custom Woodworking. Greg's Lawn Care. Uh, Northern Plains Dental. All Pro Electric and uh, L&M Meats uh, was good enough to help us out here this year. Where would you be without uh, the sponsors, right? Every, yeah. Anytime we look at anything, be it dirt track racing, snowmobile racing, yeah. or even putting on a big show to make sure you can afford everything you want to do, because you want to be respectful about it mm-hmm. and make sure the trophies are, you know, you're going home with the memory, right? Sponsors are so huge for that. So that's cool. Thank you. Thank you them all for sponsoring this uh, and bringing this, keeping this in great East Grand Forest. Probably the biggest sponsor, though, is the Blue Moose. I mean, they've been gracious yep. enough. To, that, that's our place for sure. 10 hours. Now, <laughs> now yeah. Patrick, he had mentioned the first year, uh, running you out of beer, running you out of beverages, whatever. How this has gotten, I mean, this will be the 11th year now. Uh, do you have to tweak that day for the blue moose do you do you bring more people in do you say okay we're going to do this today and this today and expect this i would imagine you've had to change your day on that calendar every year for this show oh yeah every year um we seem to add something new whether it's staffing or how we run things in the kitchen um but you know we've we've gotten pretty good at it it's been 11 years now and it's still it's one of our top three busiest days of the year yeah every year so do you ever wow. get, um, because part of a vintage snowmobile show to me is the vintage gear that people wear. Yep. And and every time I go to a vintage show, it's like, wow, I haven't seen one of those for, you ever see those people or it's just like, 
did you see what that dude or what that girl is wearing? I mean, it's just crazy. Oh yeah, it's cool to see like the I like the the bright colors and the yeah. full jumpsuits. Oh yeah, the one piecers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then <laughs> you laugh every time you watch them go to the bathroom because you know it's going to take them forever oh, yeah. to get that thing off. <laughs> you talk about the snowcats here. A good friend of mine. Uh, he, he's not collecting sleds anymore, but Wayne Custer in Grand Forks mm-hmm. had just a fantastic uh, uh, display of snowmobiles at his place. And uh, he was heading up to, uh, I believe it was Roseau, if I remember right, uh, to go to a vintage show there. And as he was going down the road, his wife, Cindy, says, uh, Wayne, did you see that guy walk out to the mailbox? He's wearing an all-orange one-piece snowmobile suit. Well, back in the day, Artie Cat mm-hmm. uh, made orange, uh, the blaze orange yeah. uh, snowmobile suits for their employees to yeah. go deer hunting. Mm-hmm. So Wayne turned around, went and talked to the guy, and, and he says, you wouldn't be interested in selling that. And he goes, well... Maybe not this one, but I got a brand new one in the box at the house. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no my yeah. God. What are the odds? Exactly. So he, right? he ended up scoring one of them, which was pretty cool. Because <laughs> as us sitting at this table, yeah. unless you work for Articat, we couldn't buy one. Yeah. Right. And, and, you know, back in the day, I had the pink suit. I had a pink helmet. Uh, Articat did have pink colors. Um, yeah. Right now, about the only thing I have, um, I've still got my vintage, well, if you want to call 1988 vintage. Uh, I got my racing leathers from 88, but that's it. But uh, back in the day, I mean... Uh, we had the old Articats, and we had all kinds of cool uh, stuff. Um, you know, we you were, fit in your vintage leathers. It, it kind of looks more like Under Armour now, but I can. <laughs> <laughs> I can. We got to see that. I can't run because I can't breathe that fast. I can't, you know, but you know, it's kind of like wearing Spanx. <laughs> <laughs> you suck the gut in, yeah. it'll help zip it up, then you're good. John, you okay? I'm doing fine. I'm doing white. <laughs> Does it cost anything if you're going to be Joe Blow, John Roberts, Chad Hoff, want to go check out this vintage snowmobile show? Does it cost anything to go Absolutely there? Absolutely nothing. It's free admission. Uh, come check it out. I mean, uh, take a look at what uh, snowmobiles have uh, progressed to. That's the um, crazy part. We got a snow plane on our poster oh. this year, and yeah. that's Lauren Mackhart's. That was... Uh, uh, it came from his, it stayed in the family. They, his grandfather sold it, and he ended up locating it back. And that was actually at our show here a couple of years ago. Yeah. I'm hoping Lauren's able to bring it again this year because it's quite a conversation piece. Oh, sure is. I, I was lucky enough years ago to get to take a spin in one of those things. Yeah. And uh, they are cool because I remember when they were kind of popular, yeah. you know, back in the day. Um, are you guys, most of these vintage shows, uh, you'll see everybody start their sleds up, take a little spin. You guys going to plan on doing that this yeah. year? So we're, the, we're following. The, the groom trail that comes right up to the Blue Moose also goes right to the golf, past the golf course, and the golf course is going to be set up at their uh, um, clubhouse. And mm-hmm. uh, there's beverages there, and uh, we've had meat and cheese tray there yeah. too for anybody that wants to stop there. And we usually ride there and come back. So I mean, it's not that big of a ride, but I mean, everybody has a lot of fun. And, and being it's a groom trail, it's just, uh, just yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we went. Uh, we were at Reynolds a couple of weeks ago, and then they took the ride to um, Thompson and back. And uh, I think of the 96 sleds that were there, I think like 92 of them or something made the trip. Um, the attrition was there. Uh, we did pass a couple of sleds that didn't make it. Uh, one burnt to the ground. Yeah, which was really? I've seen the yeah. pictures of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, Mark Dobmeyer sent me the pictures. They passed them because they're. Dobmeyer is a little bit slower because they're on snow scoots. They yeah. <laughs> go quite as fast. But it's like, gee, who's that? Well, it's a trailer full of snow scoots. I'll give you one guess. You need to put a wing on that. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Don't give many ideas, yeah, right? Um, I, I saw you got door prizes, things like that. Explain that a little bit. Yeah, so the door prizes, a lot of that uh, being the sponsors kick in some money. Uh, we uh, pay for the door prizes uh, through that, and uh, I mean, there's anything from Am's Oil. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got snowmobile dollies, and I guess it's whatever we find, you know, that uh, is associated with snowmobiles. Um, so it's oh. just that's. Just for the people that enter, yep. kind of separate drawings. Uh, the people that come as a spectator to the show and stuff, I mean, there's nothing for them unless they bring something. Right. Okay, we're, we're uh, going to go through some pictures of previous. I don't know, it's whatever Ricky sent us, but um, you guys feel free. If you want to do the play-by-play on these pictures, go right ahead. But let's see what we got here. Ah, kitty cats. Oh, yeah. It's, it's kid, children's class there. We have a class for the kids. Obviously, it was snowing that day. Yep. That's even... Wow. And the lineup in front of the moose there, that we have the race sleds there. That's early in the lineup. Yep. That is cool. That whole back area. Old John Deere. Part of the East yep. Grand Forks John Deere Mafia, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, too bad it was snowing so hard on this one. That's okay though. I mean, oh, that's, yeah. that's all part of it, right? Yep. I mean, whether you, I mean, that's what are you uh, going to have? And I, I want to see if they, if they show the the uh, sled that I voted for last year because if I see it, I'll know it. Was this last year? No, this no. is probably all the way oh, through the different that. years. Look at that. What's that first one? What is that? Snow cub. Okay. I don't know if I've ever even seen one of those. There we go. You got the old tigers there. Yeah, I think those tigers came out of Reynolds, if I'm not mistaken. I would imagine, yeah. Mr. Dave Adams? You bet. Yeah, he's got like 90 of them. There's that snow plane. Look at that. That That is is so cool. That front ski's got to be, what, 15 feet long? Yeah. Try to turn that thing on a dime. Look at that. Oh, wow. Wow. Lowell McCarty uh, copied the one on the left there is uh, Joseph Bombardier's. Uh, it's a clone to his original uh, snowmobile that he built. Is that, is that a one you got to turn with your feet? Nope. No. No, is that just a... No, it is it's not. Okay. Um, Joseph Bombardier got into snowmobiling. Uh, he lost a son, if I remember the story correctly, and uh, due to the fact they couldn't get him to a, a hospital or uh-huh. at that time or anywhere where he get him any help, so he decided to come up with a, a vehicle to go over to snow. Sure. For snow sure. travel. So that's oh, how wow. snowmobile started with uh, Bombardier. That's something. That is crazy. Oh, look at that old. Oh, there we go. EXTs. EXTs, yeah. So like a 73, maybe? Yep, exactly. There's the snow scoots. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I got the last trophy ever at the Firecracker Snow Scoot Race at Dobmeyer's Place. Yeah? Well, I had the best white out. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't spill my beer. There's an old jag. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, and you know, wow. you think about it. Chaparral's come out of Warren, Minnesota. Those guys got a nice collection. You know, somebody had uh, said something to us, and uh, there we go. Um, there was, I can't remember how many brands they said there were back in the 70s. It was, I thought there was maybe 20 or 30, but no, it's, it was like 60 or 70 or something like yeah, that. But it's just six, crazy. 60 or 70 manufacturers, yeah. and I think there was over 100 brands. Cause right. Think, because the players, they made Homelite, they made um, 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 Toro, um, they made several different... Yeah, Articat, you know, they did the Scorpions, the Articat, yeah, a lot of these guys. Oh, there we go, getting ready on the ride. Yep. You can see some of those jumpsuits there. Yeah, Yeah, look at that vintage stuff up there. Wow. My mom and we have a kitty cat back home. That's crazy. Yeah, I did too. I used to stick my hand in there and 
crack the governor wide open so he could get another <laughs> two mile an hour yeah. out of it. You know, there goes there goes John flying around the house at seven miles an hour. That's what a great marketing deal for Articat, though. I mean, you get you get, you get the youth on uh, Articat, and as they grow up, they're, of course, you're going to want another Articat. Sure. Well, right. And, and you know, back then, uh, they made ten speed bikes. They made bikes. They made boats. They made uh, lawnmowers. snowblowers, lawnmowers. Yep. Articat made a lot of stuff back in the day. Right. Uh, crazy. Nope. Is that, is that the one that Alex took into the highway? Oh, yeah. <laughs> my kid was yeah. little. They had at the fair, they had, uh, I believe it was Thief River Fair, they had kitty cats with the wheels on the skis where kids go, uh, he froze, throttle, stuck, through the bales, through the hay bales, <laughs> out into the parking lot. There goes my kid heading towards Highway 59 in Thief yeah. River. Uh, you should have seen the guy running after him. It was really, really funny. Um, if you, Merlin, were to pick your all-time favorite sled that you have ever seen at a vintage show, pictures, whatever, in person, do you have one in mind that would be your ultimate dream sled to own? Uh, it wasn't at a show. I, I don't believe Wayne Custer has ever brought this snowmobile to a show, but it was a 1972 and a half EXT mod. Mm. Um, Articat built it uh, to, if I understand right, to Wind Eagle River in that class. Mm-hmm. It had aluminum bulkhead, uh, 340 engine, twin tune pipes, mm-hmm. aluminum skid. Um, that to me, was the coolest snow, snowcat they ever made. Just the workmanship on it was, yeah, was yeah. amazing. You know what I mean? When you think back in the day, I mean, they really didn't have CNC machine and all this right. stuff back in, in the early 70s, you know. But to me, that was one of the coolest snowmobiles that uh, they ever made. Um, a lot of brands. I mean, there is just a standout model. You know I mean? Players got uh, this, like the 73 uh, TXs with oh, the yeah. tune pipes that come yep. outside the yep. belly pan, you know, or outside the hood. I mean, that is just awesome. Uh, those snowcats and i mean skidoo's got uh, the blizzards so i mean it's really tough just to pick one it is um i think if i go to the show i'm always looking for a john deere liquidator because i that, yeah. it, i mean i'm not a john deere guy but i just think those snowcats is just badass yeah i'm, yeah. I'm not a john deere guy either but brian nelson won the 500 yeah. on a john deere one year yeah. roger and johnny jansen used to run the john deere so i've, I've always kind of had a little place in, in my heart for john deere's um and, and you know what it, it doesn't matter all of the sleds uh, you could be, it's like being a Ford or a Chevy guy. Yep. I mean, it doesn't matter if somebody gives me a Ford, I'm going to take it. Right. You know, I, I'm going to love it, but, um, uh, I'm just not a Ford guy, but right. takes a lot of volunteers, a lot of help, throw out some names out there. People that are helping you do this. Uh, so Kyle Kozel, uh, Ricky Seidel, Alan Seidel, um, uh, Timmy Seidel comes with Seidel's brother, uh, comes, shows up at the show. And then we have, uh, Don Seidel, uh, Linda Seidel, their wives of the, the brothers, um, Debbie Lindgren has helped in the past. Um, I guess um, uh, Lowell Mackhart, uh, Jerome Johnson. I mean, these are guys kind of back in the shadows, you know. I mean, it's just, uh, Alan, Alan, Ricky, uh, Kyle, and I. I mean, we've always kind of been the one to kind of get the ball rolling, you yeah. know. And uh, we used to have meetings every other week, but we've done it so many times that it, it, things just fall into place. Sure, sure. And uh, we stuck with the same weekend. Uh, people know when our show is, so. Uh, That's big. Yeah, and now yeah. this year we don't have Rosa on our same weekend, so we're anticipating mm-hmm. big numbers oh, this year. Oh, sure. Uh, Patrick, I do want to ask you this. Uh, we don't get to do this very often. Uh, you being the owner of the Blue Moose, which you don't really need to talk about the Blue Moose because everybody knows about it, but here's a chance for you to brag up the Blue Moose, all right? All right. <laughs> <laughs> you got a minute? Uh, I do. So, yeah, the uh, the best part about the Blue Moose is everything is homemade. Um, the guys work very hard in that kitchen to, to pump out food to the guests, and it's just it's a fun atmosphere for the customers, the staff. Uh, 
just a great place to come to grab a bite to eat and a beverage. It is awesome. Yeah, yeah, I it, love that place, man. Awesome. Yeah, it is. And, and I'm looking forward to being there a week from Saturday. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to have to break open the liver here. Maybe just start <laughs> getting her ready to go. Right? Um, yeah, it's a good time. Um, weather, maybe going to be a little cold. Yeah. But that's when you live in the tundra, it's the chance you take. Yeah, it's kind of expected. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's the chance you take. Yeah. I mean, Big deal. You put another layer on. Yeah, that's what we do. And if it gets too cold, you go into the blue moose. That's yeah, what I do. That's, that's, that's I go perfect. back out for fifteen twenty minutes. I go back in. I go warm in up for a hot toddy. Come back yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's really funny when I go in and warm up with a cold beer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll make it work somehow or right, another. There you go. Um, you guys, thank you very much again for coming in um, again. Now, eleventh annual East Grand Forks Vintage Snowmobile Show. It's uh, a week from this Saturday. 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 February February 4th. Registration is from 9 to 11 a.m. Uh, the silent auction and raffle is from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. The sled run, uh, weather permitting, will go at about 12.30-ish. Uh, the award presentation at 3.30. And, of course, this is all right behind the Blue Moose Bar and Grill, 507 2nd Street, Northwest and East Grand Forks. Uh, in memory of Anna Kozel, uh, this is going to be a great show. If you want more information, call Merlin here. All right, 218-779-6161 or Al Seidel at 701-740-7552. Uh, let's make this thing uh, as, as big as it always has been. And uh, you know what? When you're there, if you run into anybody, uh, let them know that uh, they need to open up this greenway a little bit for these snowmobile guys because it'll just make this show bigger and better. Yep. It'll bring more people to East Grand Forks and Grand Forks of the downtown area. It's just a win-win for everybody unless <clears throat> you're in charge of the greenway. Um, you guys... <laughs> Thank you very much for coming in. I, I know you're busy, uh, but to be able to come and spend a couple of minutes with you guys and, and let us know what's going on here, uh, it's going to be a great show. It's Thank been you. awesome. Thank you guys Perfect. very much. Thank Thanks for having us. All right. Yeah, Thank bet. you guys for coming in. Uh, I want to give a shout out out there to Valvoline Instant Oil Change for being a sponsor today. Want an oil change in a hurry? Hey, this is not a dream when you go to Valvoline Instant Oil Change in Grand Forks. Heck, you can sit in your car while they do the oil change. It's that fast, and you don't even need an appointment. And make sure to check out the toughest monster truck tour coming to Grand Forks Saturday, April 22nd at the Alaris, and check out one of these awesome trucks beforehand at Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Oil changes and more done fast so that you can get on with your day. It's at Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 3325 South 38th Street, or call 701-780-8462. And make sure to tell them GFBS sent you. Well, everybody, I'll catch you all tomorrow morning. Uh, make sure to get your fill of sports tonight at 6.30. We got the Fork Sports Highway Show. Uh, Monty and Bill and the whole crew, um, believe me, you're going to enjoy it. It is great entertainment, all right? Hey, remember to like, share, tag, and follow us. Hit that notification bell on your smartphone. You'll never miss a show that way. It dings whenever we're going to go on the air. It's pretty cool. And uh, also, uh, tell you what, be a patron on Podbean, a chance for you to win and uh, get uh, qualified for some great stuff that we give away. Hey, we all know the Grand Cities is an awesome place. We'll Grand Fork's best source is giving it an identity again.